It's Talking Twins and more with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and more multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me as always, my favorite time of the week, my wonderful co-host, Naomi Dolan from twinfo.com.au. Hello, Naomi. Okay. We're back. We're I know. Back. How good is it? I know. Everything's I know. been all over the place. Uh, we were just talking about the fact that you are about to go on, on a couple of weeks holiday, uh, which we're actually recording heaps, so we won't slow down in podcasts. But um, meanwhile, me going to the supermarket is an exciting adventure at the moment because I'm in lockdown. I know. I feel so guilty. I haven't really told anyone we're going away because, I honestly, I feel so guilty. Don't. But, um, I know. I know. That's what, ah, oh, it's just so difficult. It's really hard at the moment, isn't it? Everyone is just on completely different spectrums across Australia. Yeah. We've got, you know, our, our beautiful friends in, in Sydney and, and Victoria. Poor Victoria have been locked down for, particularly Melbourne, have been locked down for months. Um, and here I am planning on jumping on a plane. I must say I'm a very experienced traveller and I am very nervous about this flight for some reason. Um, and I'm heading to the Northern Territory to drive around in a camper van and get grounded at Uluru. I can't wait. I think it sounds awesome and I think it's great that the people who can get out and explore and, and support the economy and support tourism are doing it because there's so many of us that would love to but we just can't. So it's not, you know, I, I don't think there should be any bitterness between different people in different states being able to do stuff. I mean, well, within New South Wales now, people can do some, some LGAs can do some stuff and they can't do others and we just have to accept that's what it's about. And I'll tell you what, even further down south, down in Tasmania, they're kicking butt with the vaccine rates and Lauren is joining us this week. But we're very excited to talk to Lauren because when you and I fell pregnant with our twins, Naomi, that was that has been and it remains our sole parenting focus. But Lauren's story is a bit different, isn't it? Absolutely. So Nikki and I have only, only got our twins, um, and, but Lauren is a mum of five, so we'll have her coming on next. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi, thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. And as we said, Lauren from Tasmania is joining us today. Hello, Lauren. How are you going? Good morning, ladies. How are you? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really actually excited about this because I was talking um, to my husband last night and I said, can you imagine if we had three other children before we had the twins? Like I was so regimented about them going to bed at this time and, you know, life revolved around them. But you had already three children before your twins came along. So it's the complete opposite for you. So, yeah, can you just tell us a little bit about you and your family? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Lauren. I have five children. Indiana is 12, Olive is 10, Enzo is four, and the twins are almost one. And that's our life. <laughs> My goodness, it must be busy. It's very busy. We don't really have a break. We're um, renovating our house as well, which we brought pre-twins um so yeah it's very busy <laughs> so let's start with the twins um when you found out that you were pregnant was was that were you going for another child was that unexpected talk us through how that came about what were your reactions when you already had three and then suddenly you find out it, it it's double trouble um holy fuck was my <laughs> <best reaction. laughs> um yep. and um 
And to be honest, no, we wasn't. We had spoken about a fourth, but we just got, um, you know, we got to a happy place. I guess we were traveling a lot more with the children, um, with, you know, the older three. We were able to go to, you know, and enjoy concerts. We just went and brought a big caravan to, you know, travel around our state. And hopefully, I grew up in Western Australia, so hopefully to go over there. Um, yeah, so when I found out I was pregnant, there was so many different emotions running through my body. Um, and yeah, I wasn't sure about lots of things. Um, and then we had a bit of a scare. So I went for a scan and it was just as COVID was starting. So partners were allowed, um, but it got, um, we couldn't find anyone, you know, this is where I guess we couldn't find anyone to pick the girls up from school or to have in. So, so I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll go by myself. Um, and I remember laying up on the table and she scanned me and she was like, oh, well, there's a heartbeat. And I was like, well, that's good. And, yeah, then she was like, well, there's two heartbeats. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, like, you've got to be joking me. And I left and I was, like, the whole drive home. And I remember telling my husband, I made him stand at one end of the shed and I stood at the other and I told him and he's like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew something was going to happen. And, yeah, and then I actually had to call them the next day to confirm that, she wasn't joking um, and because I didn't believe her. <laughs> so. Oh, my God, I can relate to that so much and that was just my only two. But, yeah, that that response because mine were complete surprise as well and, yeah, that moment, there's, there's just nothing quite like it. No, there's not and, I yeah, I replay that moment every time. Like I wish it was a, oh, my God, that's amazing and, <laughs> you know, whatnot. But for me, honestly, it was just pure I was hot like scared I was so fucking scared so oh, totally. I think that um and I mean so I'm completely different story I had did eight rounds of IVF you know I yeah. lost a set of fins on the way we transferred mm. to Rio so it was you know there was always a chance but Me. you know you you finding out I will never forget that moment and then I mean the whole thing I was petrified as well just because yeah. You know, there had been a chance, but we'd done eight rounds of IVF and nothing had happened. So, but yeah, finding out that there were two, oh my gosh, I'll never forget that. And just that fear as well. And like that, oh my God, what, how are we going to cope? Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And how did that yeah. feel for you? Because you already had three older children. So how did that fear translate towards you've been through this, you've done the adjustment of one to two, two to three, but now you've got to go three to five and it's a set of twins. How did you start getting your headspace, I guess, in, in the right frame or, or what did you deal with to try and get yourself and your family ready for that transition? Um, to be completely honest, I was in denial, I think, until... 32 weeks. Um, I didn't even pack hospital bags until I was like 36 weeks. Um, I didn't, I couldn't buy, we had one cot and that was only brought like a month before. I was in 
big denials. So I don't think it really set in until they were born that I was having two babies. Like even to be able to buy and prepare for them, I really struggled. Like it was really such a struggle to, yeah, even go and buy two onesies. Like that's such a bizarre thing. That's so different, isn't it, from a lot of people because um, a lot of people just want to rush out and buy things and all of that kind of stuff. Um, And the only times that I've sort of spoken to people that were putting it off was when they'd had quite recurrent miscarriages and things like that and it was just pure fear of losing one or both of them that they didn't do it. But for you, just even like the logistics. Now, I'm a planner, okay. I'm... I'm okay with what's happening in my life most of the time as long as I know what's happening because I can, I'll have plan A, B, C, D and, you know, all the way up to the other end of the alphabet in place just in case it doesn't happen or if this happens or anything like that. But I can only imagine with having already three children, you said you just bought a house, a caravan, and then you're like, where are these other two babies going to fit? Yeah, absolutely. We um, Our house was only a three-bedroom house. We did have a big rumpus room out the back, which we were in the middle of converting into um, a master and like an um, office study area. Um, like I used to sew a fair bit, so that was my sewing room and it was full of beautiful fabrics. Um, but now that's, yeah, so that's now I have to turn into their nursery um, or their bedroom. And oh, it's not beautiful fabrics. They're just made up into <laughs> onesies. They're just, they're just now tucked away in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was, yeah, they, we, yeah, trying to get our head around how everybody would fit in everywhere is just... I think even now we, you know, we took the caravan away for the first time having the twins and <laughs> the dining table. Um, we had to, you know, make a rail for them to sleep on the dining table, which converts into a bed. It's fine. But then we forgot, like, we don't have anywhere to sit and eat. So <laughs> we were all piled <laughs> on our bed. We just hadn't thought about, you know, where do you sit and eat if the bed's being used by these other people. <laughs> wow. Quite a transition. You say you're in denial for most of it, but how was the pregnancy then? Did you notice a substantial difference between your three previous pregnancies to your twin pregnancy? Huge difference. Like twin pregnancy is so much harder on the body. Um, a lot. You have a lot more um, appointments ultrasounds like I was being scanned so many times um twin b we never found out their sex so um twin b which was scout was quite unwell so they were watching her um a lot so and these scans would take uh, up to like an hour and a half sometimes like an hour and 45 and I would walk out crying from these scans because oh I remember that oh um and it was just awful and the um and you like we were in COVID as well so um we had to we went private with our scans even though we were public patients so my husband could be there because I was in fear that we would lose one and 
like everything you see on social, especially Facebook, um, like I'm a part of a, a few multiple mum Facebook groups and like some of the stuff you see on there while you're pregnant is pretty hard and it got to a point where I just had to switch off from it because I was petrified. I was petrified of something going wrong. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it is an interesting one. And when you said you, you're going through COVID at the same time, that must have been quite an experience. What was it like to go through, obviously, twin pregnancy, but then uh, the birth and delivery and everything? How did that go down? Were you allowed people? Were you allowed people to, to visit? Where was it up to when the twins were born? Um, so when the twins were born, um, I, I had an option between nat- tri-natural or a cesarean, um, a cesarean. It was, we ended up going, it was my first cesarean. So we ended up going a cesarean, um, which was, yeah, very different, I guess. I'd never had an epidural even before. Um, but yeah, so. I of that. That epidural, I was so scared of that. And it was fine. It was absolutely fine. But for me, that was my biggest um, mental block in terms of. Um, the whole birth. Absolutely. And I think like when you would read things, it was all about you have to have this epidural, whether you're having natural or cesarean. And I think that was playing with my mind because I'd never had it. And I'm petrified of needles. Like even they struggle to get, um, you know, a drip in my arm. So for them to put a needle in my back, I was like, holy fuck, like I, I, I can't deal with this, um, and I am my husband struggles with hospitals, um, and I was worried what he was going to be like in surgery and you know the recovery. And like, if I had to go again, or if we decided to go again, I would take a cesarean. Um, I would have the epidural. Oh my god, when they put it in and I laid down, I actually said to them why the fuck have I not had this before and why have I birthed naturally? Um, because that was just heaven. Um, and I know everybody has different, you know, different experiences, but my experience was amazing. Um, my midwives I had were, oh, my God, they were, one was just a fucking legend. Like she was, and she just got my personality and we actually had a ball um, I ended up a bit sick um, during the cesarean um, to do with my blood pressure, went through the roof and it was all a bit scary, but everybody was so calm. It was so amazing. Um, but we ended up being stuck in hospital for I think it was, I don't know, seven, eight days um, and the maternity ward where I birthed, I wasn't allowed to have children on the ward. So my other children were not allowed to come and visit, um, which was so frigging hard. Like, Indiana has um, anxiety and you can tell her a hundred times that I'm okay and we can FaceTime, but she needs to actually see and make sure, you know, it's like when you tell the toddler that the chocolate's all gone. They actually want to see the empty packet. 
um, she just wanted to see me, I guess, um, that I was okay. So is that, that was a COVID that she, they weren't allowed up or is that a standard rule? Uh, no, it's, it was not a standard rule. Um, yeah. It was just because of COVID. When they did get to see them. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, gosh, because having twins, I certainly felt like I could have done with having a couple extra pairs of hands and things like that around. <laughs> um, now, I mean, having a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old and, I mean, even your four-year-old is able to help to a degree. Um, yeah. Like... How was that being able to have that extra set of hands to hold a baby to, you know, get you the burp bride when they vomited down your back, um, you know, to pass you a nappy? Like that must have just been beautiful as well as helpful. It's amazing. And like I've said before, I can't, I, I can't and I wouldn't be able to do it, um, especially with the two older girls. Like they are, oh, my God, they they kill me at times, but they are so friggin' amazing. Um, we have such a good routine, a solid routine, and, you know, like we are just, you know, they know if I need that, you know, the birth cloth overnight or, um, you know, like Indy will go and get their pyjamas or run a bath for me um, or, you know, like last night, um, my husband was building a deck and, you know, I was able to have Indy feed one and Enzo, my four-year-old, actually wanted to feed, you know, another. So, I mean, that lasted all of five minutes, but still it's, uh, you know, it's it's amazing and, yeah, I couldn't have it any other way. That's so lovely because I think that's one thing um, that, yeah, Nikki and I have always talked about, you know, only having the twins um I'm certainly not having any more I can't but you know that door's still open for Nikki oh um, no my my other half keeps shutting it very it. firmly close oh I would I would love to but unfortunately my other half keeps um slamming the door closed very firmly very very firmly yeah. so um, yeah it's, it's actually been a big topic of conversation for us recently because the boys and here today they've they've been playing a lot with their little cousin and I'm like oh they just get on perfectly but um yeah, he's, he's dug his heels in on that one. And the first t two were a surprise. So I don't think I could do the, well, I didn't do the dirty the first time, but uh, I don't think I could uh, throw a third surprise on the wheel. So, yeah, it, it's yeah. interesting. But it's almost like you have uh, the age gap has worked in your favour in a way because, and you mentioned this before we started um, recording, but you've got, you're, you're dealing with very different transitions and stages of life at the moment from newborns right up to a preteen. That must be, uh, while good, a challenge in itself too. Absolutely. Um, until you've been through the preteen stage, like, holy Molly, I thought like Indy's a pretty good um, girl and a pretty good helper, and she's always been my one. Like I've just had to give a look, and she knows right. Don't do that. But yeah, the emotions are running high with her, and um, obviously there's a lot of things going on with school and levers and whatnot. So that becomes busy within itself. Um, and then we've got Olive and she just comes along for the ride, I think, most of the time. Like she's a quiet little mouse. Um, Enzo, holy shit, like he, if he was our first, I don't think I'd have any more. Like, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> he, um, That's just boys, just, isn't it? <laughs> and, and to be fair, like when I was pregnant, everyone's like, I bet you want a boy. And I'm like, no, I really want three girls. Um, and we didn't find out that he was a boy. So when he was born, I was like, what do you do with a penis? Like, I don't know. Like, um, and, yeah, it's been nonstop ever since. And so he certainly, he keeps us on our toes as well. So parenting three different, oh, five, four different ages that um, it's a real struggle. It is really as beautiful it is and as amazing as they help. It's yeah, it's a struggle to, um, I guess, make sure everybody's needs are met. Mm, that would um, be the hardest thing. Absolutely. Yes, making sure Anytime. everyone's buckets full. Yes, um, so you know, we um, Indy has recently started playing footy, so that's her thing. So we make sure her buckets full. There, we do training, you know, two nights a week, and then games. Um, Olive, she is our artist and can like really draw. So we make sure that she gets, you know, her art classes and time to herself to draw. And Enzo will, he just would play Fortnite all day if you allowed him to. Um, but he um, he has a severe stutter. So um, that involves therapy. And, you know, obviously we're doing pre kinder stuff with him. So we're, you know, learning to write and ABCs and any mum or parent who's been through that knows how frustrating <laughs> that can be. Um, and then, yeah, the babies and now they're starting to get into everything and holy shit, <laughs> like um, <laughs> it's next level when they start moving. And Absolutely, yeah, that oh. definitely, definitely. And in different step. directions. It's never the same yeah. direction. I know, and my pantry, oh, my God, my poor pantry, it's never the same. Scout is forever in my bloody pantry. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? But how uh, do you know, like, because you've got, um, well, you definitely had two at school and, you know, like, at, if they're asleep at drop-off time, you've just got to take them with you. Absolutely. Just, they've just you know, and stuck it up and, you know, wake them up and go. Um, I try and we're trying a new routine at the second. Um, so hopefully that might work a bit better. But they'll go down for their nap between 11.30 to maybe 2, 2-ish. So as long as we leave by about 2.15 to go and get the girls, we're generally um, okay. But it's certainly, yeah, I guess Jade and I, we don't have family support, so it's just the case of, well, we have to do it. Like um, we don't have anybody to fall back on or go and grab the girls or whatnot. So, we, yeah, and we don't live close to home either, uh, close to school, sorry. Um, wow. So we have to go and get them. They can't walk home um, and they can't catch a bus either. So that kind of sucks a little bit, but... It just is what it is. It's life, isn't it? Like you just. Absolutely. But it is, it just adds another dimension to that juggle, doesn't it? It really does. And as you're saying. And then you're renovating. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, and you're renovating. <laughs> Do you know, we, we started renovating our house when the boys were nine months old. Um, so I, yeah. I feel you and I feel what you're going through because renovating and with twins, and that was with one set of twins. 
Um, and you're doing it with five and the twins of one. So yeah, my hat goes off to you because it is the most challenging thing. I, I We said we'd, we'd struggle to renovate a house again, let alone with newborn twins. No, it was stupid. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it is stupid. It is so stupid. When we brought the house, um, we had a five-year plan and twins were not a part of this five-year plan. Um, and so, yeah, we, like, the kids are partly, like, all in their own rooms apart from the twins. Like, they have to share. I don't have that luxury of separating them. So, mm, yeah, they're stuck together. Um, but, yeah, so I, they're all in their own room. It was a bit of a juggle, but we got there and, we haven't had a backyard since we moved in, so that's our priority this at the second to get the backyard and deck done so I can usher them outside to play. <laughs> 100%. I must say we were so lucky in our house with our back garden. We, when we moved in, it was completely set up. We didn't even no. have kids in, and we even had a sandpit and a cubby house. Wow. So we got... Yeah, we didn't, we hadn't even thought. Did did you buy the house because it had a coffee house and a sandpit? (laughs) Family ready, family ready. Everyone was like, oh, really? And I was like, well, we like the house. Um, And, yeah, it just came. So, and it was such a child-friendly back garden. We were so lucky. And I look back at it now, I don't know how we would have survived (laughs) without that backyard. (laughs) When we were in last year, it was hard because we didn't have and the girls were homeschooling and yeah we did not have that space to just go for a minute and pregnant I was very you know hormonal as we all get and I would have died for your backyard (laughs) yeah Never taken that for granted, our backyard. We've all been so lucky. Lauren, thank you so much for sharing so much. And honestly, I had to go off to you. Uh, five kids, a set of twins, and you renovated their house. Quite an experience. You've also built quite a social following. If people want to follow your journey, where's the best place for them to head? Uh, to Life with Lauren um, on Instagram. Fantastic. And I'm sure you're sharing a lot of stuff on there. <laughs> oh, listen, it's a bit... People get a bit of a laugh. Scout and come out last week with a bag full of open oats and was crawling with it and <laughs> went from one end of the fucking house to the other oh end. And, <laughs> and she thought it was great. And I was like, well, I have been a little bit slack on the whole sensory play. So <laughs> she's making up for it. <laughs> go for gold. Go for gold, kids. Here you go. <laughs> oh, Lauren, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyainley.com.